Hi, welcome back to another episode of BS We Women Tell Ourselves, a podcast that gets real, raw, unfiltered, and truthful, and curious about the stories that we as women tell ourselves, where these stories come from, whose stories they are, and how we may not even be aware that these are stories that we're telling ourselves. They're just ingrained in who we are or ingrained in society, or have just always been. I hope that this space is a space that allows you to get curious about the stories that you may be telling yourself. I also hope it's a space that allows you to get curious and really connect with what your real truth is, who you are authentically, how you want to show up in this world, And what would happen if you got curious about these stories? Today, we're going to talk on the podcast more about reclaiming the feminine, more about these stories that are out there just because you're a woman. I'm excited to jump in today. Hello. Today, I really wanted to share um, a a paragraph out of this book that I am falling more in love with as I read it, and which I'm aware I would never have. um, I don't think I ever would have picked this book up. However, I joined, uh, I found Sophie Bashford. I don't know how I found her universe, just put her in a place that I was able to to know of her. And I also um, am really fortunate that I've been able to join her incredible her incredible um, year-long program called the Moon Temple. And again, I don't know how. Um, I just love the way the universe works and how things that are uh, for you arrive for you. So I, as I, I, this is so funny because almost everyone or everyone I think in that program has read this book, knows of Sophie and um, probably the book is why they're there. I didn't know the book. I had the book in my like cart on my long list of books in my cart on a virtual space. And for some reason, I wasn't buying it. And I don't know if it was the name, You Are a Goddess. I don't know what my resistance was, but I was very aware. Actually, right now, I'm very aware And I wasn't that I don't really know anything about goddesses or even that, um, that word or what that means or how big that sounds or the high priestess or the priestess or, and I know these words and I understand these words on a certain level. And there was definitely resistance for me. And I still don't know what that resistance is. And I realized that my resistance is really um, 
dissolving around those terms. And it's so funny that there's resistance there at all. And I think that's another BS story that I was telling myself. I know I've shared, and if, um, and excuse me if you're so tired of hearing this, but it's just been powerful for me what this reclaiming the feminine really looks like and how much I absolutely love women. My God, how much I love women and how, um, how much I want to support women as they fall back in love with themselves and how much I want women to be able to get curious about themselves without the judgment of getting curious about themselves and how, when I work with women, how I see them shift into this place of self-love and this place of connection with self and this place of self-compassion and self-understanding and no judgment and or less judgment, kindness, gentleness. And I understand that is what the feminine is in all of us. And I'm not saying that the masculine is not those things, but I'm saying when you have both in a healthy, balanced relationship within yourself, you can be in your healthy feminine and your healthy masculine and how beautifully those two work together. You know, the push when you need it and the gentle when you need it. it's so beautiful to witness in others and it's so transformational to witness in myself. And I also realize the difference in my body now that I'm gentle with myself. Before when I would judge myself because I really thought that was getting the stuff done and it was it was getting things done. If all I was about was producing, which I was, it was getting the stuff done. And when I connect with my body right now and feel how different it feels in my body, how much space there is, how comfortable it is in my body, how gentle it feels inside, and how it used to feel tight and constricting and my chest might hurt and my stomach might be in knots and my shoulders for sure, my the tension of my shoulders, my shoulders to my ears and that judging voice of do more, be more, get more done. And yes, it got more done. And, and now I can ask myself at what cost? At what cost to my family? At what cost to my health? At what cost to me? And at what cost to all of those around me? So I just want to offer you a space of getting curious about yourself. I, I really um, want to connect as well in another podcast about this inner critic and the idea of the inner critic. And that really comes to mind as I'm talking about what this voice was like inside of me. 
and I, I want us to, and then, you know, I don't know when this is going to come maybe next week, but I, I really want to give you a little plant, a little seed that, um, you know, your inner critic is doing all that it can to keep you safe. And it can be so powerful and have such a hold on us that we're not even aware of what the stories are that our inner critic is telling us. And this all comes back around to this book, You Are a Goddess by Sophie Bashford. And I just want to read this one chapter. No, no, sorry. This one paragraph. I'd love to read you a chapter, but um, if this resonates for you, maybe you'll go pick up this book. And also I'm curious, I would love for you to share, come over and share on um, Facebook or send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Connect at katetoy.com. What comes up for you when you hear um, this talk of goddess, this talk of priestess? I'm really comfortable with um, medicine woman, healer, witch. I'm even comfortable with that, which is so derogatory. And as I'm understanding more and more how this story of this witch came about, this unempowering, less than story of witch, which really was a healer, which really was a healer, a woman healer. So, all right. The education, this is from, um, this, from the book, You Are a Goddess. The education of the goddess is centered upon connecting women not distancing them. We have long endured the perfectionist female ideals of image, body, and behavior that constantly seek to pit women against one another. It is a patriarchal wet dream to have women in a state of constant judgment, hatred, and belief that they are not good enough. Not only can you keep them in their place, encouraged to use all of their energy on despising themselves and battling with other women for attention, but you can also firmly prevent an uprising rooted in unbridled female self-love that will deeply unsettle the status quo. That one paragraph just rocked me to my soul, to my core. A patriarchal wet dream to have women in a state of constant judgment, hatred, and belief that they are not good enough. I think back to how, for how long I believe that story. If I was, if I looked this way, then this would happen. If I did this, then that would happen. Not only can you keep them in their place, encouraged to use all of their energy on despising themselves and battling with other women for attention, but you can also firmly prevent an uprising rooted in unbridled female self-love that will deeply unsettle the status quo. That, that self-love, how self-love 
unsettles the status quo, how self-love upsets a capitalist consumerism-driven economy, how self-love, my God, ripples through the planet, how self-love sees us being different with the planet, sees us, sees us using, living in balance with the planet, sees us not destroying forests and habitats and earth to tap into the fountain of youth or the next whatever that will make us whatever that society says we have to be. It is so powerful, self-love. Understanding yourself is beyond is beyond powerful. Understanding yourself with self-compassion and self-love allows you to move differently in the world, allows you to know your honest, authentic self, allows you to see women in a different way. For years, and I think I've said this on here, for years, I would talk about how I just wanted to work with women and empower women. And I don't even, I don't even know what that meant. I don't even know what I meant by that. And I don't even know if I really trusted women. And maybe it all comes back down to trusting self. Maybe I couldn't trust women because I didn't trust myself. And self-love allows you to trust yourself. Self-love allows you to know you have your back regardless. And the more I walk this path of self-love and self-compassion, the more I don't know it. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but I do know the more women on the journey of self-love are brought into my world. And, and this is nothing against um, men because I have worked with men and when they can connect with their healthy masculine and their healthy feminine and love themselves, I think it's hard to be a man right now. I think it's confusing and different and perhaps there's a feeling of um just what's my place and right this moment and this podcast is bs we women tell ourselves this is really about what women are telling themselves and for how long women have been telling themselves this and how many generations this has been our story as women? You know, what was the story that your great-great-grandma told herself? Your great-great-great-great-grandma. What are those stories that were passed down on your matriarchal line from woman to woman? 
and now are with you. And what of those stories are you willing to really get curious about? I'm sure you've seen the posts. I know I've, you know, I know I've shared them. Is that when you're the one that's ready to name it, feel it, get curious about it, you know, you're healing for, you're not only healing for yourself, you're healing for all of the generations to come, plus all of your ancestors. A lot of these stories are in our DNA. So I just love to bring this back to that paragraph that I read you, the power in that paragraph. When you really take, you know, a 50,000, 10,000, 5,000, 10 foot, maybe you need more than 10 feet view. But really take a real look at what's going on in the world. And take a real look at the stories that have been passed down for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. You know, the goddesses, as I learn more and more, are from a long time ago. And that energy of goddess and the knowledge of the goddess and the priestess they're still with us and it's not by accident. And I don't think it's by accident either that there is an uprising of divine feminine of women reclaiming their feminine, the healthy, the healthy version of their feminine. And also women claiming the healthy version of their masculine and what this looks like when these two things coincide inside of yourself in a healthy way. I could read this paragraph. I'm just looking at it again. I could read it over and over and over, and it always hits me in such a profound way. Not only can you keep women in their place. It's not what she says, but this is what it is. Not only can you keep women in their place, encouraging them to use all of their energy on despising themselves and battling with other women for attention. And I just think about attention, right? And my my big thing that I always go back to of what divorce is, is when a child has to choose between authenticity or attachment. Attachment wins every time. And Attention is a form of attachment, right? When you have a small child and they have a big behavior or a behavior, there's a need behind the behavior. It isn't about this behavior of, oh my God, they're throwing toys around the room. That's just the, what you see. The curiosity is what does that child need? And then you might say, oh, that child's always doing this for attention. Okay. So the child needs attention. That is a human need, connection, love. Understanding, connection, 
connection, attention, connection. So how many women are just trying to get connection? And the behavior that we see is this need for attention. And then we're told the way to get attention is through your body, your image, your behavior. When really what we want is connection. And if we have self-love and understand self, then we are connected to self. And by being truly authentically ourselves and in that authenticity connected to self, and know that we understand ourselves and know that we have ourselves, how incredibly powerful is that? How beautifully does that upset the patriarch? How powerful is that when women come together in their pure, authentic self, ready to connect with others from a place of already being full of their own self-knowing, self-worth, self-love, self-care, and choosing as a full overflowing cup in that space to connect with other women who are also a full overwhelming cup. That is how we change. Mm, That is how we transition into the world that we all know is right there waiting for us. I thank you so much for your time today. I'm so curious how this hit you or connected with you or resonated with you or what came up for you. I love to know how you feel about the term goddess, getting curious about the goddesses. I know there are women out there who are so educated in the world of goddesses. It is just, it it is so intriguing to me. So I would love to hear from you. Find me on Facebook, Kate Toy Self-Compassion Coach, or please email me, connect at katetoy.com. I would absolutely love to know how this, um, how this rippled for you. Have a glorious day. Take care. And before I leave, I have to tell you, you are worth the work. Get curious about yourself. Take care.